Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, our special guests are Suzanne Gillespie and Anita Whalen. And we'll be talking about the beautiful Vanderbilt Gardens right here in the Hudson Valley. And let's say good morning to Suzanne Gillespie. Good morning, Suzanne. Good morning. And we'll also say good morning to Anita Whalen. Good morning, Anita. Good morning. So tell us, where are the Vanderbilt Gardens? Well, the Vanderbilt Gardens are in Hyde Park, New York, right off Route 9. That's part of the Vanderbilt Mansion. Pretty easy to find. Yeah, it's very easy to find. And it's called um, the Vanderbilt Mansion National Historic Site. Okay, and uh, what's special about the Vanderbilt Gardens? They're just beautiful to walk through and see all the lovely flowers, and they're very historic, too, to uh, Frederick Vanderbilt's time. Now, um, what's amazing to me about the Vanderbilt Mansion, which is a stunningly impressive edifice, if you haven't been there yet, I mean, I could fit my entire house in their (laughs) lobby, is that that was only a summer home, right? That's right. They um, Well, actually, they came up uh, in the early spring, and they were there sometimes in April, right up maybe till late June. And then, of course, they had more homes and yachts and everything <laughs> else. <laughs> when you say ca- came up, you mean were th- they based, was the family uh, based in New York? For New York City. Some, yes, for yes. our listeners that may not be familiar with the history. House. Yeah. So the Hudson Valley is sprinkled with uh, these lovely, beautiful mansions and what do they call them? Some of them painted ladies and estates that are all along the Hudson Valley. And, it's, and it's, many of them are parks now, are open to the public. So right. And it's can, right, right near the Roosevelt Home and Roosevelt yeah, Libraries. So you yeah. can make a day of it, folks. Yeah. Visit the Vanderbilt Mansion, the Vanderbilt Gardens. Easy and to also, get into, easy to find. Visit the Roosevelt. Great parking. It's at Roosevelt Library and the Roosevelt Home. Yeah. So, um, back to uh, the Vanderbilts. Right, then back to Anita. <laughs> so what got you interested in the gardens? I would think that the National Park Service would take care of that. No, they don't. They do support us and they do own the gardens. But in the mid-1980s, three local Hyde Park women started the garden. They went to the Park Service. And even though the Park Service was restoring some of the grounds that had gotten overrun by the war time, they approached the Park Service and asked if they couldn't form an organization or a group of volunteers to start the gardens. And that's how it started. So this is not um, something the Vanderbilts themselves had maintained. He did have gardens, but don't forget, Frederick died in 1938, and the land was finally sold to the National Park Service, or really given. And during the war, there was nobody to maintain it. And so it really went into disrepair. And folks, this is the 100th anniversary this year of the National Park Service. Is it really? So celebrate by visiting the Vanderbilt Mansion and the Vanderbilt Gardens. You might see Suzanne and Anita uh, like digging little holes and planting things. <laughs> so, uh, Anita, what what do you do to maintain the gardens? And, and, and try to describe for our radio audience yes, what the gardens look like. Yes, give us some visuals. Like. Okay, well, um, the garden is really set up on different terrace levels. And uh, the first one, when you enter the gardens, is the annuals. And so we have an upper annual and a lower annual, and we plant over 6,000 annuals every May. That's wait, amazing. Wait, wait, wait. And yeah. for our listeners who may not know what an annual is, there's a difference between annuals, which you need to plant every year, and perennials, which, you know, come up on their own, so to speak. So I you never all knew that. Pl- yeah, you so, are a font of information. So, well, I assume you may not know the difference. So the annuals, when you're saying that, that's a planting initiative that happens every single year, and 
how many do you plant? Oh, over 6,000. That's unbelievable. And how many hands do you have? You know, it's not just you and Anita, right? And Anita 24-7 out there for two months. How many folks do you have helping? We have about 40 active gardeners, but we have more than that who belong to the association because Mm -hmm. they can do other things as well if they Mm -hmm. can't actively garden. So what type of annuals do you plant? Oh, petunias, marigolds, um, salvia. What's a salvia? You can go online and look that up. I I assume you know what a petunia is and a marigold. and a rose. Uh Yeah, roses roses now, those are perennials. Okay. Okay, so that's, you know, different kinds of roses. My wife's favorite is a daffodil. Daffodils are are, perennials, they're bulbs. So, (laughs) um, but so who designs? Is it the same design every year, or do you have different layouts every year, different combinations of flowers every year? We have to stick to a color scheme of when Frederick had the garden. Oh, okay. Years ago. All right. So there's and some guidance. To a there. lot of the plants. We do have a list of plants that he did use and stuff. Um, a bed has to maintain the same color. In other words, you can't uh, put a yellow and a red in the same bed. So one bed would all be one color. So we have a guideline from a variety of plants we can plant. It isn't always the same thing, and we have to try and rotate from bed to bed. Mm -hmm. But um, that's where our... Uh, initiative comes from was from when Frederick was there. So, so, so that they're authentic to the they the integrity of the property and the mansion and all that stuff. Yes. Do you all do you buy them or do you seed them yourselves? We buy them, uh-huh. and um, that's one of the reasons why we have fundraisers because uh-huh. we raise uh, almost all the money we need for our plants, for our equipment, everything. So we have different fundraisers. Like one of the biggest is our Memorial Day plant sale. So those are the plants that we would divide when they got too large in our garden, divide them, pot them up, hold them over in a coal frame, and then we sell them over Memorial Day Oh, so those are the perennials. I'm going to that. When does that happen? Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Three days, right? Uh, Right. Uh, beyond the parking lot that you come in, in and the park Vanderbilt for Mansion. the mansion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so here, here, then you Market know calendars. that they're um, that they're hardy for the right. environment here for the weather because that happens. You know, I have friends that get into gardening or kind of new to it, and I, and all I think was, of course, it didn't survive the winter. <laughs> you, those are plants you have in Louisiana. <laughs> you know, you have to do do what's best for your. Uh, zone, I think it's called, right? Right. And our guests on Radio Rotary this morning are Suzanne Gillespie and Anita Whalen. They're talking to us about the beautiful Vanderbilt Gardens. And Suzanne, we interrupted you because you just got to the first level of the garden. <laughs> uh, after the um, annuals, what comes next? When well, you, uh, what comes view? next is a level that's called the Cherry Walk. And it takes its name because there are two beautiful rows of flowering cherry trees. If you come up in uh, April, you'll see them in full bloom. And below that, there are uh, garden beds uh, flanking uh, two low stone walls, and they're filled with perennials. And what got you both interested in, in, in getting involved in the gardens? Was this some, were you florists by profession uh, or, or what? 
No, I had my own garden at home, mm-hmm. and my husband died of cancer um, 15 years ago, and I always went over to just meditate and walk through the gardens because it was such a peaceful place. Right. And one day I just asked uh, somebody gardening there, who does the gardening here? And she says, all volunteers. So I suddenly became a volunteer. There and, you go. Uh, got involved that way. Love yeah. it because it got you out with other people. It got you the camaraderie of people liking. And I, I learn from others so much. That's the wonderful thing about gardening. You you meet people and who have similar interests and everybody shares information, I think. But these these cherry trees, they um that you said they bloom as early as april here depending upon what kind of a weather a winter winter we have, we have? Yeah. okay mm-hmm. all right yeah. and so suzanne it, what what got you interested in, in well i the think um, many of the same reasons as anita i i really want i had my own garden and i love gardening at home but i wanted to do it with other people and so i tried first uh actually went up to montgomery place and that was sort of a trek from poughkeepsie right and then i learned about vanderbilt and went there and really like the group. Now let's say to somebody listening right now who says, you know what, that's for me. I want to help out with the gardens at the uh, Vanderbilt Beautiful Vanderbilt Uh, How would they get a hold of you folks? Well, uh, there's a couple of ways. We do have a website uh, listed under Vanderbilt Garden Association and you can go on there and there is um, a block that gives you information about how to contact us. You can fill out a volunteer form right there online and submit it. Or you can telephone us and our telephone number is 845 229-6432. Two two nine six four three two. Give us that again. Eight four five two two nine six four three two. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we're going to have uh, our guests uh, Anita Whalen and Susan Gillespie, Suzanne Gillespie repeat that in the second half of the show. So, what kind of help do you need as volunteers? Well, we can use uh, people who actually like to work in the gardens. And as Anita um, alluded to, we also have other committees. So if people felt gardening, um, getting down on their hands and knees wasn't for them, they can serve on um, our greeter committee. We have uh, people who are in the gardens Saturday and Sunday afternoons to welcome people to the garden and give them information. That's a great job for people who don't want to actively garden. Like me, I don't want to get my hands dirty. (laughs) That's why I went into radio. And we also have a wonderful interpreters group that gives tours of the garden. Right. So the third Sunday of every month from 1 to 4, we are there in the gardens giving tours. And we also give tours for groups of 10 or more upon request, as well as buses that come into the area and request tours. And if they're interested in getting those tours, uh, again, that phone number is? Phone number is 845 Two two nine six four three two. And your website? And our website is VanderbiltGardenAssociation.org. VanderbiltGardenAssociation.org. Okay. And we're going to find out more about uh, the uh, beautiful Vanderbilt Gardens and the great work that's being done by Suzanne Gillespie, Anita Whalen, and their friends in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasa, and my co-host is... The ever-flowering Sarah O'Connell. Our very best special guests this week, Suzanne Gillespie and Anita Whalen of the Vanderbilt Gardens. And Sarah, who keeps us planted and growing 
by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. Well, Jonah, that would be Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Groshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. The Maya Gold Foundation presents Hope on the Golden Gate Bridge, two very special conversations with Sergeant Kevin Briggs of the California Highway Patrol. Raise your awareness of mental health, crisis management, and suicide prevention on Tuesday, April 4th at SUNY New Paltz. There will be a session for police officers and other first responders at 3 p.m. in Student Union Building Room 100 and a session for the general public at 6.30 p.m. in Lecture Center Room 100. For more information, call 845-418-5227. That's 845-418-5227. Salisbury Bank & Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. Went to a garden party to reminisce with my old friends. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. And the reason why we're playing that lovely music bed, an iconic music bed, by the way, is because we're chatting with Suzanne Gillespie and Anita Whalen from the beautiful Vanderbilt Gardens located, of course, at the Vanderbilt Mansion, which is a park. It's a national National park park. open to the public. Route 9, Hyde Park. Easy to get into, easy to find, and fabulous things to do, not just to wander around and meditate. And, and free admission to the uh, gardens themselves. And free admission to the gardens. But they, this is an organization that's filled with volunteers, and they're very busy besides uh, keeping the gardens up, um, staying in step and in the integrity for the garden design with the mansion itself. They have um, bunches of events that they do throughout the year, not the least of which is the plant sale, yes, we'll which find is out about that. plants from the garden itself that they have split and wintered over, um, and you can buy them Memorial Day weekend as well as their big, one of their uh, big events, September 10th is their 
formal tea, I believe. And we're going to find, find out more, more about that from Suzanne. Let's say hi to, again to Suzanne Gillespie. Hi Good morning. there. How Welcome are you? Back. Terrific. Good. And Anita Whalen, hi again. Hello. So uh, for those who may have joined us late, tell us a little bit again about the Vanderbilt Mansion, Suzanne, and the Vanderbilt Gardens. Well, the Vanderbilt Mansion uh, was owned by Frederick and Louise Vanderbilt, and uh, they bought it in 1895 and uh, lived there right up until 1938 when Frederick passed away. Beautiful gardens, beautiful grounds, absolutely perfect place to walk. And and tell the our listeners some of the plants and uh, they'll be able to see when they come to, to visit you. Well, you can see annuals. Uh, we have a full array that are planted each year, about 6,000 of them in May. We also have beautiful perennials in the uh, cherry walk, right down to the reflecting pool, which has lots of perennials. And then down into the lowest terrace, which is the rose garden, filled with gorgeous blooming roses at their peak in late June. I understand, uh, Anita, that if uh, somebody would like to uh, have a souvenir, they can't just take them home because you have to leave them there, but you have a plant sale uh, coming up. Tell us about that. Yes, we divide the perennials in the fall or some of them again in the spring, and we pot them up, and that's what we sell at our annual plant sale, which is always held Memorial Day weekend. This year, it's Saturday the 27th, Sunday the 28th, and the 29th of May. And uh, they're very reasonable because they were all grown in the gardens. And so we don't set high exorbitant prices because we just want to pass on a little bit of history as well as the fun of gardening to others. So you can make a day of it. It's a real opportunity. Make a day of it. uh, See the FDR home and library first in the morning, then come to the Vanderbilt uh, Mansion and Gardens and look at the beautiful uh, floral displays that... uh, Anita and Suzanne and their friends have worked so hard on it and take one home you know, and, and help support them uh, financially. Have a beauty of your own. What type of perennials do you grow in the garden? You mentioned that you have a rose garden and a cherry walk. And then what other type of things pop well, up in the spring? Uh, we, we try to have in the spring um, a lot of the early things that come up. We have dianthus. We have iris, lots of different iris. We have both the uh, Siberian iris and the tall bearded iris, even some Japanese iris. Oh, my. I love the tall bearded bearded ones myself, all the colors and everything. And then, so how many bulbs, do you all plant bulbs in the fall for the following spring? Are you so busy with? splitting them and when we managing re- them. When we redid the cherry walk a couple of years ago, we decided we would introduce a few bulbs, but that's uh-huh. very few. So that's not one of the things that was in the plans, the historical records. Oh, so yeah. interesting. They follow historical records. So, <laughs> Anne, you became interested in uh, being a volunteer. Tell our listeners in this segment how, how you got involved again, because I think it's a nice story. Anne, oh, yeah. Well, my husband died of cancer maybe about 15 years ago, and as I'm walking through the gardens, because it's lovely to always walk at Vanderbilt Garden Site as well as the grounds of the mansion, I ran into a volunteer, and I had been over there so many times that I asked who maintains the gardens, and she says it's all volunteers, and shortly after I became a volunteer, so this is my 15th year in the gardens. I met a lot of great friends, and camaraderie of gardening as well as socializing and learning from other gardeners. And Suzanne, you need need some more volunteers, do you not? Yes, we really do. We're Um, always looking for new volunteers and we make it very easy. Um, You can certainly talk to our greeters uh, when they're in the gardens on Saturday and Sunday afternoons and we also have information on our website. You can look for VanderbiltGardenAssociation.org 
and we have a, a volunteer form. You can just fill it out and submit it right there. Or if you'd rather, you can telephone us at 845-229-6432. If folks don't get a pencil and paper, we'll be sure to have our guests repeat that information before the end of the show. So, Suzanne, I understand you have a really great social event uh, in September, uh, a Tea in the Garden. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, this will be the fourth year we have done this, and every year it gets bigger and better. Uh, we have a tent outside, uh, tables and chairs. It's set up beautifully with linens and china. And we have a hat show where people can uh, look and try on hats beforehand. We have music going on during the garden and always a wonderful speaker. Are the hats for sale? The hats are for sale. They're from a company in Kingston, and uh, they'll be on display, and anyone can order or buy one right there. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. So our listeners <laughs> like to know a little bit about uh, our guests. Uh, what did you folks do before you became uh, master gardeners at the Vanderbilt Gardens? Suzanne? <laughs> Well, actually, um, I was in banking. I worked for Poughkeepsie Savings Bank. Oh, yeah? Yes. And um, after the bank was sold, I actually decided I would l try to learn even more about gardening. So I took a course at the New York Botanical Garden. Well, we, we love the banking industry because many Rotarians are bankers, including my co-host. That's her day Or they're job. lawyers. Uh, right. Which right. is my uh, co-host. Yes. Profession. But, uh, and, of course, we're sponsored by Salisbury Bank. We which are. we love dearly. Anita, what did you do before you became a gardener? I was a teacher. I taught um, special children in elementary level school and taught them math. <laughs> uh -huh. And um, I had to leave early um, when my husband oh, became yeah. sick, but I miss the children terribly. You know, but this is a nice. That was going to be my guess you were a teacher because <laughs> of your, not only your cheerful demeanor, but every once in a while as I've been misbehaving, you gave me the look. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, Our not guests. really. But now you have plants in your life, and that, yes, that, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. This just Our, sounds like such a great place to visit. I, I'm, like, so in. Our guests on Radio Rotary, Suzanne Gillespie and Anita Whalen, we're talking about the beautiful Vanderbilt Gardens and uh, your opportunity to get involved in gardening. What if somebody like myself who's, like, you know, does not have a green thumb but says, well, you know, for example, didn't know the difference between an annual and a perennial, yes, but I you'd know. still here's, like to be involved with right. beautifying your community. I, I do know. Annually, <laughs> annually, I have to pay my taxes. I have to do my tax return. Perennial, you say I've been a perennial pest for the past <laughs> nine years on the air. I know what that is. So for somebody like me who has zero talent when it comes to gardening, but I decide I, I will I'd be interested. In, do you folks give lessons or you, you coach and mentor people? Oh, yeah. We, we try to mentor new volunteers, definitely. Um, they, you buddy up with somebody when you first come in, and they show you um, what to do and give you uh, helpful hints along the way. Right. And I understand uh, either the Hyde Park Rotary uh, Club helps out uh, how do you do that? Yes, they um, give us a donation annually and uh, invite us to their breakfast in oh, Hyde great. Park. And so um, they're a lovely organization, too. Very nice. You know, uh, the Hyde Park Rotary uh, is one of our premier Rotary clubs. And folks at home, if you're interested in uh, uh, getting involved in Rotary and uh, learning how you can be of service to your community, you should go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type uh, in your hometown and... Join us for the fun, the food, the fellowship, and be of service to community, and you can help out uh, Anita and Suzanne right, at the Vanderbilt Gardens. You can contact them directly, um, Suzanne Gillespie and Anita Whalen, from the Vanderbilt Gardens by typing in Vanderbilt 
www.gardenassociation.org or ringing them at 845-229-6432. That's 845-229-6432. Find out about volunteering, visiting, and their upcoming events, which the next one is Memorial Day weekend. They're their famous plant sale, and then their uh, formal tea and hat show on September 10th. So they have a lot going on. Right. Uh, do those go on rain or shine, by the way, ladies? Yes, the two they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, we sometimes have more people come to buy plants in the rain. I was oh, going to that right? say, that's a good, yeah, shopping when you're a gardener, you shop. When and it's the, nice out, then you're in your own garden. The tea in <laughs> September, the tea and hat show, that's outside or in, in the mansion? That is outside under a tent. Oh, very nice. It's very a garden nice. party. Yes. That's why you need and, <laughs> yes, and many people. Why are you learning today? <laughs> I am. Many people dress up. You know, yeah, we, we encourage yeah. people to yeah. come in period dress. Oh. And some of them oh, yeah? come. Oh, yeah. We've had some wonderful outfits, complete right down to a parasol. Well, look at the backdrop. So um, in the minute we have left, uh, why don't you let people know how much fun it is to uh, get your hands dirty and, and, and uh, plant things in the garden and, and see the fruition of your work uh, when spring comes. And, and why it's also important, even as retirees, to stay active. We'll start with Anita. Well, it just walk through the garden. It's so invigorating. And to see the beautiful colors and the different fragrance of the plants, it's just... Uh, and, and stop and talk to a volunteer and find out what they do and, and how you can get involved, too. We always need volunteers. And Suzanne? Yes, I think um, one of the things is when we're working in the gardens and people come, even people from other countries, they are astounded that we are all volunteers. Really? That's mm. not something that they see very often. So they're very impressed, and we encourage anyone who comes into the garden to come join us. Give the website and the phone number one more time. The website is VanderbiltGardenAssociation.org, and our telephone number is 845 229 Well, I'd like to thank uh, Anita Whalen and Suzanne Gillespie for joining us today on Radio Rotary, and thank you for uh, making at least one spot of the Hudson Valley so beautiful and so welcoming. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. you. And Sarah, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, Warwick Valley, and Hyde Park, Did New York. Did you say Hyde Park, New York? I said Hyde Park, New Alrighty, York. All righty, for the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebois, thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. So you better think it over Well, if sweet talking you could make it come true I would give you the world right now on a silver platter Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.